Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Scarlet Society podcast. Uh, this is our very first episode, and I am so excited to be here because I'm with three of my all-time favorite ladies in the world. I'd love to introduce you to uh, the founder of Scarlet Society, which is an incredible new website for women over 40, and um, intro myself as well as our two other hosts who are longtime journalists and amazing women uh, over 40 as well. So I am the editor-in-chief of Scarlet Society. My name is Megan Rabbit. Scarlet Society is a website dedicated to helping women explore the world of women's health, pleasure, and connection in their 40s and beyond. I also work on print and digital content for some of the biggest media companies and brands in the country, including Women's Health, Prevention, Oprah Daily, Harper's Bazaar, as well as content marketing for brands like Peloton, Johnson & Johnson, and Levels Health. Scarlet Society's founder, Jade Chang Shepard, is a serial entrepreneur and mom of three. After graduating with a degree in business from the University of Texas at Austin, Jade worked in the corporate world and very quickly learned that self-employment was much more her speed. So at 26 years old, she founded Gideon USA, a construction company that's now a contractor for the U.S. military and works on logistically complicated projects like repairing fuel tanks on the Turkey-Syria border. Jade also owns a luxury boutique surf resort in Nicaragua, and she's in permit to build a second resort in Costa Rica. In 2021, Jade launched Scarlet Society, which again is a digital media platform focused on sexual health and wellness for women over 40. We also have Linya Floyd as one of our Scarlet Society hosts. She is a freelance writer and ghostwriter who specializes in health and wellness content. She's a Harvard-educated, Duke-certified integrative health coach as well, who passionately believes that each one of us has the power to manifest the life we'd like to live. After spending decades as a senior editor at some of the biggest magazines in New York City, Linya is now using both her publishing experience and life coaching skills to provide media coaching for her clients, helping them get the press and exposure they're looking for to take their businesses to the next level. And we have Stacey Lindsay, uh, another Scarlet Society host who is a multimedia journalist, editorial director, and writer based in San Francisco. In her 16-year career as a writer, reporter, and producer, Stacey's storytelling has been featured on national and international platforms. She was the articles editor at Goop and served as an evening news anchor and reporter in the four states region. She also worked in the film industry as an associate producer for James Kahn's production company, JEC Productions, and as marketing coordinator for Magnolia Pictures. You're listening to the Scarlet Society podcast, the show that encourages women over 40 to be excited, curious, and even turned on by starting the second half of their life. This is the show for support, community, and conversation about everything that goes along with this season. From sexual health and wellness to sexual exploration, finances, monogamy, and relationships, no topic is off limits. Let's dive in. So that is us, and I'd love to um, I'd love to kick it to Jade and and have her tell us a little bit more about why she's so passionate about founding Scarlet Society, what she's aiming to do, and yeah, Jade, take it away. Thanks, Megan. That was an awesome intro. Thank you so much. Uh, so this all started a couple years ago when one of my very best friends was going through a pretty hard time in her life, kind of down, a little anxious. She didn't know what was going on. I think she went to see maybe four or five different doctors before she was finally diagnosed with perimenopause. And all of us were like, what, what is that? 
And we were and are like pretty educated women, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and we didn't know what that was. So we're like, who does? Um, That coupled with me turning 40, 41, going through separation, super amicable divorce, and it was really amicable for me, but as I was researching online, there was just so much negativity around the concept of divorce. And I just thought, why can't we just be free to choose you know, how we want to live the second half of our lives or who we want to be with without it being this really traumatic thing? And then that all kind of led to like this whole concept of like midlife crisis. And I just thought that also is really negative. Is there anything that's positive for women over 40? You know, and um, that really turned into this whole concept of, okay, how, what can I do to create something that's inspiring for women over 40 people that are going through these really intensive midlife changes and make it okay, not only okay, but like celebrated to really think through how do we want to define the second half of our life and help women be inspired to overcome fear and uncertainty of having a fresh start whether that is a fresh relationship or a fresh career to cast off things that don't serve us anymore. And um, so that started, you know, maybe about two years ago. I think Megan was one of the first people that I contacted uh, to, to kind of bounce this idea off of. We didn't even have a name for it back then. But yeah, gosh, it, it's so it, wild <laughs> to, to no. think back. But you know what's crazy, Jade, is that I really wanted to ask you about that because The reason I signed up to work with you on Scarlet Society is that from the start, you were committed to producing really high level, good quality content. You wanted to hire journalists who knew how to fact check articles, who knew how to report. And so I feel like that's what we're trying to do with this podcast as well. So talk to me a little bit about that, because I love you're always like if I turn in an article, you'll be a little like. Ugh, that's two five ways to do this. Let's push deeper and get better sources. So I really respect and admire that about you. So tell me a little bit about why that's so important to you, the, the content. Yeah. So one of the things that I'm really passionate about when it comes to content is providing content that is not necessarily already out there. Uh, so we, as you might be able to tell from some of our existing content, want to kind of be a little bit edgy sometimes and really want to talk about the things that other people aren't talking about, but everyone's kind of wondering about. Uh, so, and, and in order for people to take us seriously and for us to really be inspirational, we also have to be trustworthy and really be credible. So I think that the credibility and trustworthiness of our content is of like utmost importance. And we want people, it's not just anybody, but like really women over 40 who are kind of in that that place in life where they're like, oh, I really just need something to like to get me going right now. The we we want to be the first people that they think about. I love that. And actually, you know, I I'm really thrilled to have both Linya and Stacy as co-hosts for the Scarlet Society podcast because I work with them. I have worked with them long ago in my career. We work together now on Scarlet Society. Linia and I actually go all the way back to about 2002, I want to say. We were working (laughs) in New York City as little baby editors at a very big magazine (laughs) Um, that was owned by Time Inc. uh, called Parenting Magazine, no longer exists. But Linia is a longtime journalist um, committed to, uh, yeah, getting the facts getting fantastic sources. She's written for Scarlet Society. So Linya, 
tell me a little bit about your background in reporting, but also, you know, how you veered into life coaching and and business coaching and media coaching. Okay, I will spill all the tea. Um, So it all started, I think I have a very similar story to a lot of minorities in that our parents were always teaching us how the importance of education and how important it is to study hard and learn as much as you can to advance in society. Um, But what I would add to that is education comes from all around, right? It's not just things that you learn in books or in schools. It's what we learn from other women. It's what we learn from talking to experts. It's what we learn in terms of street smart. It's all around us all the time. And as I kind of progressed in my studies and realized, wow, I really love writing um, and I want to share education and information with other people. And it was really evident to me from my first job working at Glamour Magazine. I was like, the place where you can have the biggest impact in people's lives and sharing information is in health and wellness, right? That that can not only yes. change people's lives, but it can save people's lives. And mm, women in particular yeah. are so eager to devour this kind of information, right? To figure out what's going on with their own health, with the health of their partners, with the health of their kids. Um, and so I was just completely enamored with this ability to share information with other people and help them have this ripple effect throughout not only their life, but the lives of others. Um, I was also hyper aware working at Glamour (laughs) that um, you can't just give people information. You can't just educate people. You also have to entertain them and you also have to make them feel empowered. So it's all about how you package that information. You can't just kind of throw it at people. Um, So I really have been passionate throughout my career on being just kind of laser focused on like, let's grab people's attention, entertain them, give them the information they need to really make some radical changes in their lives and how they communicate with other people and how they think about their own health and wellness and how they advance through their careers and how they decide to pivot all of those incredibly beautiful ways. I'm also incredibly passionate about speaking to underserved groups of women, and I've seen that throughout my career. So I um, had a turn at Seventeen Magazine, and if you think that teenagers are not an underserved community, you should have seen some of the questions that came in to the health Mm. department about like, what's going on with my body? What do I do Um, about this thing that happened to me at school? This is what's happening in my home life. Like, From 17 to working at Essence Magazine, talking to African-American women, um, working at Parenting and Family Circle, even talking to moms and teenagers. Who's talking to moms and teenagers, right? Um, So I've had really wonderful opportunities to talk to underserved demographics, and Scarlet Society is absolutely one of those. Um, You did ask about life coaching, and that is an extension of the health and wellness work that I've done as a journalist for almost 20 years, freelancing and on staff. I've noticed that, yeah, it's amazing to be able to go on TV and do a segment and like get people's attention for Heart Health Awareness Month. Or it's great to be able to write a story about perimenopause or menopause and like educate people about what's going on. But to get people to take action sometimes takes a little bit more of a push. Um, And health coaching has definitely been that push that a lot of people need. So I've been really fortunate to have some wonderful clients who made some incredible changes in their lives and to be able to be with them on that journey. So cool. I love that. That was a lot. I know that was a lot. (laughs) Now we're talking about stuff I'm passionate about. It's great. Well, and that's what this podcast is going to be all about. You know, as journalists, we are calling on incredible sources who are fired up, as fired up as we are to talk about these really important topics for women. 
and particularly women over 40. And as to Jade's point too, about topics that like maybe are a little taboo, maybe we don't want to bring up at a dinner party, but like we want, we're, we want to devour this information and use it to make really cool, empowering changes in our lives. So um, Stacy, another one of our hosts who I have worked with, I work with currently on a few different projects um, and worked with way back in the day as well um, out in Boulder, Colorado. And Stacy has an interesting career because she has dabbled in broadcast journalism as well as print and digital. So Stace, tell me a little bit about your experience as a journalist and, and why you're really excited to be on the, the Scarlet Society podcast team. Well, look who I'm with right now. That's why I'm excited. <laughs> you know, just so many things that you said, Jade. I wanted to start taking notes too, but so many things you said, Jade, were just inspiring me. And then Linya, I love how you said, you know, we learn constantly this education is all around us. We're always learning all around us. And I think that's one of the things that I am loving the most now being 40 is I'm starting to actually realize that first of all, things do make sense. You have to go through some really hard stuff. We can, you know, we'll continue to have to go through hard stuff, but it's just starting to make sense. And I'm seeing that though, that point you made that, wow, that happened because that was a learning experience. It doesn't just happen in the classroom or all of that. And so, yeah, kind of taking you back. I mean, I, journalism was storytelling, I think was always it. documentary films growing up and just, you know, Christiana Lampour and Diane Sawyer and just eating up what those women were doing and saying and thinking. And, uh, but I actually got my, I started to get my undergrad degree in journalism and then I pivoted and got it in media studies and film. And that kicked off a career, a pretty short career in uh, film in New York I loved it so much. I was working at Magnolia Pictures, but a random opportunity kind of fell in the sky from James Kahn, who at the time, I didn't know who he was, but he's kind of had, you know, he had his thing in The Godfather and a lot of other movies of the 70s and 80s. And that was an education in and of itself. I ended up trekking out to LA and working him um, for four years, traveling the world, working on film sets and so many things, but it was actually my father died unexpectedly. And it was that moment was probably going back to what you said, Linia, I, you know, think we're learning from all around us. That made me stop hard and realize I wanted to do journalism. I wanted to go back, you know, time is always ticking. And Jimmy actually, um, James Conn was so supportive. He says, Hey, you know, crash on my guest house, come live with me and my wife, and my kids, save up money for grad school. It was kind of amazing. So I did that, saved up some money and then ended up going to grad school in Boulder, um, got my master's degree in journalism. And Megan, when I was in Boulder, I got to meet you, started off at Natural Solutions. We were kind of in the, we were in the, the health journalism world and that's where we crossed paths. Yep. And then, you know, from there, I have to say, I've had such an incredibly, um, it, it's, it's been a, an amazing ride. One that I've been so lucky about I was starting off my journalism career, working, you know, pre writing primarily about fe female identifying readers, primarily about health, a little bit about design but it was funny. There was one point, though, and it was several years after graduate school. I just thought I wanted more. I wanted to do something that freaked me out, that scared me. And so for me, two things that I've always really respected in the journalism world were local, the local news aspect of things or war correspondence. I did not choose war correspondence. I have such unbelievable respect for people who, who do that. Um, but I went the local news route and in a lot of ways, yeah, local news is sort of cheesy. It kind of is like, Oh, wah, wah. but I think some of the best stories of our time have been actually broke by local news outlets, um, and regional news outlets. You look at the spotlight team in, in Boston, for instance. So I trekked out to the Midwest, uh, and was a, 
yeah, evening news reporter and anchor, kind of a one woman show, schlepping my gear around, covering breaking news, covering tornadoes. And that was the best education of all. I mean, I still kind of, what am I doing out there? I remember wearing heels on the first day of the job and I'm in, in literally in the middle of a cow field, like breaking off this story. <laughs> it was That's really great. like you're in Kansas now, um, but it was amazing. <laughs> but I, I, from that experience, I actually really learned I didn't want to go the traditional news route. Um, I wasn't into the kind of, if it bleeds, it leads sort of aspect of that world, but I did want to keep interviewing people. I did want to keep really searching for those stories that I feel like when you're standing there and maybe for instance, the breaking news tornado stories in front of you, but when you turn around behind you, that's the real amazing story that's not being told that I think will really impact people. Mm. And so to kind of turn that way, I went back to digital and again, I've been so lucky to work in some incredible outlets. Uh, but now today, and why I'm loving Scarlet Society and why I'm loving what all four of us are really doing is it's the nuance. You know, we're really leaning into that nuance. We've all been steeped in the kind of, um, I think, binary this or that. And life's not that. It, there's so much more. And so that's why I'm excited to be here. And I can keep talking and talking and talking. So you have to cut me off. But it's just <laughs> yeah, so, so excited, excited that all of that led me to here. <laughs> I love that, Stacey. I yeah, I mean, I feel like one thing that's kind of cool is that all four of us have actually written for the site, you know, yeah. and I would love to talk a little bit about, if not what each of us has written about for Scarlet Society, kind of like what topics are really up right now, like what's fascinating in this space, like as, you know, women, as journalists, as, you know, yeah, as, as Jade is a mom of three incredible kiddos, like what's up for you right now that you're super excited about? Jade, anything come to mind for you right away? I mean, as you know, there are so many topics on the site that I'm really um, passionate about, but like on top of my mind and really like some of the underlying trends for the website are really like redefining uh, the midlife crisis to that midlife awakening um, redefining divorce and making it something that's not traumatic and making it something that's okay. Just exploring different concepts of relationships once you're 40 and over. Like if you decide not to stay married and you become single again, what are some of the alternatives to relationships other than traditional marriage? Um, that was something that was really interesting for me to explore after my divorce. Uh, and, um, just dif different things around um, sexual health and wellness for women. I, I mean, when we were talking as friends, uh, me and my friends, we were like, well, we need an STD test. And we didn't even know where women over 40 go to get one because in our 20s, it was going to Planned Parenthood. No women in their 40s is going to go to Planned Parenthood. So that's where that idea for that one article came up was like, where, how do we, and now the, nowadays it's so easy to do. You can just get an online kit. So there's just so much information that's kind of like to, to us information that's needed, but also really practical and just not out there. Um, yeah. So yeah, those, those are some of it for me. I love it. Linya, anything come to mind for you when it comes to like, what's really like top of mind or, um, you know, intriguing you most right now in this space? Yeah. The number one thing that comes to mind actually makes me think of one of the youngest uh, wellness and life coaching clients that I ever had. She was 21 and she had just graduated from college and she felt like 
in terms of the guidance that we receive in life, right? There were no more rungs on the ladder. It's like, well, where do, how do I know I'm going in the right direction? How do I know that I'm headed forward or headed up? Like, I don't want to make a mistake in this next choice, right? Because we all have that really strict guidance as we're moving along, you know, graduating from grade school to high school to college. And then it's like, okay, well, you get that great job. Then what, right? What comes Little next? does she know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I thought it was amazing that she actually sought out some guidance and was like, someone help me with this decision, right? But at the same time, like we are always coming to a fork in a path or even, you know, maybe there's three or four different roads that we could choose, right? And so I just think that it's amazing to have a space where we can talk about what's happening on all these different forks in the road. Like what I wrote about um, for Scarlet Society was dating younger men, right? So it was the assumption, you know, as, as a younger woman, the assumption is you're going to date somebody your same age or older, but like, hey, when there are more forks in the path, right, we should be thinking about all of our options. We should be thinking about all of our possibilities, whether it's to stay married or to separate and get divorced, whether it's to have children later in life or to have children earlier in life or to be single, right? And so there's so many opportunities out there. I'm just obsessed with the idea of your next chapter is unwritten. It can be anything yeah. that you want it to be. It's just about having the tools or figuring out the tools that you need in order to make those things happen. And those are accessible to very many of us. Um, and I just want to spread the word about them. Right on. I feel yes. like we are we are covering so many topics on Scarlet Society, and we are definitely going to get all of these amazing experts onto the show to, to have this kind of cool conversation with them, right? I mean, almost everything you just mentioned, Linya, we've got stories on. It's like yeah. we are hearing from a 50-year-old woman who decided to have a baby at age 50 and has yeah. a beautiful baby boy now. We have uh, – I did a piece, uh, an As Told To piece where – it's a woman who wanted to figure out if she could turn her fantasy life into real life. And she did. I mean, it's sort of, you know, everything. We've got content on dating, on divorce, on, um, you know, everything. And so I, I'm super excited about that. Stacy. I would love to hear from you. What is up for you? What are you eager to read more and report more about? Oh my gosh, all of this, all of it, all this super, super juicy, unconventional, iconoclastic, it doesn't have to freaking be that way stuff, you know, <laughs> it's just yeah. um, a lot of things. I'm really, really, well, I'll actually, one topic I've been interested in for a while and I'm super interested in now is the kind of the concept of um, maternal energy and motherhood, but taking different forms too. I'm somebody who I, I don't have my own biological children, but I still have, and it's something I wrestle with. It's not just, oh, I don't want kids or I want them. Um, I'm choosing the route, I believe, not to have kids, but I still, in a lot of ways, want them. And so what does that look like? How can I be, I know Megan, you're such a proud auntie. How can I lean into that more? Um, I think there's like sort of beautiful village type mentality too. I think people are starting to take on in the States a little bit. And so I, I just think that's kind of cool. The nuanced sort of quilt of maternal energy and motherhood and helping one another out on that front. And Man, I just, you know, having good sex too. It's it's just yes. all the stuff that I read in the past. <laughs> yes. Did not did not tell you. I I've been I mean, I, I want to write about this more and most of my orgasms have been by myself and it's starting to change now. And I'm so glad. And I can, if my, my boyfriend's listening to this, you're doing a great job. It took me until <laughs> <laughs> but it was me, but I'm 
to say, because I'm, you know, I'm the conductor. I'm the one saying, do that. No, don't do that. I've been doing that for way too long. But why is it so hard? You know, we can read something, but it's for me at least. So I want to dig into that more. What's behind that kind of the spiritual aspect behind that, the somatic aspect behind that, obviously. And it's, it's pretty amazing. Cause I think that the orgasm itself is such a, um, it's not a myth, everyone, you know, women have orgasms, first of all, right? <laughs> but it just stands for so much more, I think, in society. So I'd love to dig into that deeper. And then a million other things. <laughs> uh, next week, my boyfriend and I actually have an appointment with an orgasm coach. Nice. So maybe we should yes. do an oh article gosh. on that. Uh, yes, <laughs> maybe. Can I, can I shadow you, James? <laughs> And how cool that you're doing that together. Like, I just think that's so like, would our mothers or our grandmothers ever even like that would not have come out of their mouths. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I agree with you, Stacey. Like it's really easy to do on my own, but I love doing it with my partner and I, it bothers me that it's elusive um, sometimes, Mm -hmm. but I'm, I have really high hopes for this coach. And she also, mentioned that um, like tantric or yoni massage can really help like de-armor the vagina to have more orgasms and there's different types. Uh, So I'm really excited to hear what she has to say. Maybe she's a future expert. I love that idea. I love that idea. And it's the best date night I've ever heard of in my entire life. That's incredible. Totally. And Jade, you know, tell me a little bit more, tell everyone a little bit more about why sexual health and pleasure and talking about this really important aspect of our lives is such a key component of Scarlet. You know, like I just feel like, again, we don't often get these juicy articles aside from like what we used to read in Cosmo, which was like 11 better ways to have a bigger orgasm, you know? No, it's Cosmo. They do amazing work. (laughs) I did too, Linda. I did too. (laughs) You did too. Yeah. But like, I love that about Jade because she's always like, no, I want to get at the nuance. I want to get at the like, yeah, again, that's like the, the thing is like, there's something more to it. Right. So even when we write about the orgasm, like the article that I'm super excited to read coming up, Megan is the, is the article on, do your orgasms get weaker as you age? I'm so curious to read mm. that one. And so everything that we do comes from the lens of a woman 40 and over. So that's number one. And I think that I truly believe that the 40s can in 40s and over can be our sexual prime if we allow it to. Um, so for you know, for me, I really felt like I actually came into like this incredible stage in life, and there was very little guidance around it. Um, and so we we're kind of left to our own devices, but I just felt so free, I felt so excited, I felt more confident in myself than I've ever been. Like, what do we know about sex in our 20s? Like, mm. you know, and there were so many things that I kind of wish that I had known when I was 20. I would have explored a lot more. Um, but everything from like exploring sexuality to psychedelics to where we are in life and to um, just, you know, everything that we write about around kink and BDSM and, and uh, our fantasy life, all of it. I just, I just want to put it out there. It's the the things that we all think about, fantasize about and wonder about and no one ever talks about. Totally. It all has a place at the table, not even has, but it deserves a place, 
you know, for us to be talking about and exploring. So I don't know about you, but I am even more excited for this podcast than I was before. Um, just talking about this and um, listening to all of, I think we each come from really different backgrounds, from different perspectives. So I think that's going to lead to this like richer, um, these richer shows because it's, it's just, we're going to come at all these juicy topics from all the different angles. So I'm super excited. One thing we are going to do at the end of every episode is ask the same three questions. Um, and these, I'm going to Linya, these are Linya's Floyd's, uh, brainchild here. And man, I think she knocked it out of the park. So I'm going to go over the three questions and I'm going to pose these to all of us. Um, so the first question, and I, I would encourage everybody listening to kind of think, what would your answer be as well? Right. What's something you did after 40 that you never could have done before 40. Second question is what's the best gift you could give a woman in her forties, fifties and beyond. And the third question is if you could only use one word to describe life after 40, what would it be? So Stacy, I'm going to start with you. Can you, uh, can you give us answer to the first, what's something you did after 40, you never could have done before. I started getting real about my orgasms. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> this is a full-time job for me. I'm telling you, it is, it is just, I'm there. So yeah, talking about it, thinking about it, doing it, practicing it, doing it more and talking about it. Amazing. Amazing. Um, Linya, what about I you? I think a great, a great gift. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I figure we'll, we'll each answer the first question <laughs> yeah, and then we'll pop all, into yeah. the second. Yeah. Linya, how about, uh, how about you? I'm going to say pretty much almost every single thing that I do in my forties. Um, I think about, so one of my favorite games as a kid was Pac-Man. <laughs> and as you know, as you progress from level to level, it gets faster. The ghosts come at you harder. The prizes get bigger. And I feel like that's what life is like, right? Like the, the tasks that you have to do, the complicated nature of the things that you're doing, the people that you're relating to, the responsibilities that you have, they just get more and more and more and more complicated as you go through life. So when I look around at all the different kinds of responsibilities that I have, like at work, at home, with family, in relationships, I'm like, this is like level 22 Pac-Man, <laughs> whereas like I started off on like level one. <laughs> gotcha. I'll answer that I got married at age 42. And while I could have done it, I'd say earlier, obviously I could have done it in my twenties, my thirties. Um, I feel so grateful that I waited. I think that I had so much more intention going into it and so much more, um, ability capability to choose like the partner that is just so right on for me. So, um, yeah. That's me. Jade, how about you? Uh, for me, really uh, exploring sexuality. Um, we've just, I've just always been told what it was. You get married in your 20s or 30s and you have kids and that's just it. And it's just happily ever after. And that's just not how it worked out for me. And so exploring, you know, monogamy, sexuality are all things that were just kind of mind boggling and opened a whole new world for me after 40. Mm. All right, best gift for a woman in her 40s, 50s, and beyond. I'm going to start on this one. I, and this is, it's, it's silly, but maybe not so silly. It's a really good fan. I love the Dyson fan that like has like the perfect night mode. And like, cause I'm telling you, I, I don't think I'm quite in perimenopause. 
no, no crazy symptoms like that yet, but man, my temperature can kind of go a little high and low. So that Dyson fan, best gift. <laughs> Lania, what about you? I love that. I was just as Best Buy yesterday thinking like, oh, should I get one of those? They're right over there. They look Do really I good. Talk about them. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm totally going to splurge. Um, my answer would be the gift of time. I cannot tell you how excited I get when a client reaches out and says, can we reschedule our call? I'm really sorry. I've had a last minute emergency. I hope that everything's okay. Thank you for the gift of time. I just feel like at this age, we're pulled in so many different directions. Even having the gift of 45 minutes to do whatever you want is such an incredible blessing. So it's the gift of time. Stace, what about you? The gift of sleep. Um, To to piggyback on Lenny's idea, the gift of sleep. So I'm just digging really nice, pure linen sheets, big time. They're an investment and it's one of the most incredible investments I made for myself and I've done it. I've gotten that for some of my dear friends, nice quality, pure linen sheets for sure. I like it. Um, I can relate to that actually, because man, in my twenties and my thirties, I was definitely not uh, all about spending a lot of money on like a Dyson fan or sheets. I would just be like, that is a crazy use of my cash. But now, man, I'm worth the splurge. Forties and beyond, you're worth the splurge, right? Yes, you are. Yeah, Jade, I'd love to hear uh, your gift ideas for women forties and beyond. You have like a number one fave. Well, um, mine was a little sentimental, but I think the gift of friendship, of true friendship, um, at 40 and above, I, you know, I think so many women when they get married, especially just, uh, no longer foster good female friendships and even having just one or two, like I, I, the Harvard longevity study shows that that's like the biggest marker for longevity. And, um, I don't know what I would do without my best friends, but I wish that for every woman over 40. Uh, It's so true. I can relate to that a lot. Um, And finally, one word to describe life in your 40s and beyond. What would that be? Linya, you start us off. I'll kick it off. Exhilarating. I find that I have taken more chances in my life, uh, pivoted more, explored different things more with other people within myself um, in my 40s than any other time before in my life. So I would say exhilarating, like a roller coaster. Mm. I'm going to piggyback on that and say confidence. I feel like once I hit my 40s, there's just this like, oof, like, I, I know who I am in a much deeper way and I can put that out into the world more confidently. Um, and I'm, I'm digging that. Stace, what about you? It might be kind of a weird one, but I think of the word finally, finally, (laughs) yes, you're here. I'm psyched. Finally. Love that. Jade, what's your word? I summed it up. I couldn't pick between two, so I'm just going to say both delicious and frisky. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> How fun. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's so great. Oh, I love I, I am, love that. <laughs> yeah. And see how, like, they're all so different but kind of similar, right? And I think the theme for me, from my perspective, is, like, exciting, right? It's just, like, this exciting time where you get to explore and come into your own and, um, and, and yeah, so, so cool. So I, um, I would love to just fill us in, fill everybody in quickly about what we've got coming up. So 
the Scarlet Society podcast, I think, is going to be a do not miss. Um, we've got an interview coming up with a divorce coach uh, who's going to talk all about how to navigate the process and feel more empowered at the end of it. We're talking, Stacy actually talked to a celebrity life coach about everything women over 40 need to know to turn a midlife crisis into a midlife awakening and loads of other topics as well. And then we're interviewing, uh, I actually interviewed a corporate career coach on how to reinvent, reinvent your career at any age, negotiate a better salary, um, kind of tucking into the finances, things like that. And we've got like a roster of experts we are just going to um, tear through and talk to and yeah, just super exciting stuff. So I feel like, yeah, unless there's anything else, I will kind of say goodbye for now and ask everybody to tune in and tell all your friends about Scarlet Society's podcast and website, read our articles. And um, yeah, Jade, any final words as, as our founder, our fearless leader, what you want our listeners to know as, as they start to download and subscribe to our podcast? No, I'm so excited. I was excited before, of course, but now just being with you girls, I'm like really, really just can't, cannot wait. So yes, please share with all of your friends over 40 and uh, let's go. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone who's listening and we will, we will see you again soon. All right. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Can't wait. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. Your support means so much to us, and I hope you got some great value from today's episode. If you're looking for resources from today's show, or you'd like to join other women just like you, looking to explore their sexual health and wellness, visit us over at scarletsociety.com.